you have questions. We have the answers. Welcome to the My Home Connection Podcast, where we discuss hot topics and answer your questions in today's real estate market. Now, let's get into the grind with your hosts, Jeff Kolb and Amy B. Hello, 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 everyone. This is Jeff Kolb with My Home Connection. Uh, we, I am from West USA Realty, sitting here with my co-host Amy B of Waterstone Mortgage. Hi, Amy. Hello, everyone. Happy last day of August. Yes. Can you believe we are so far into 2023? Time has flown like you wouldn't believe. I can't believe how things are going. Crazy market, crazy interest (laughs) rates, crazy everything. But wow, August 31st, it's just... Yeah. You know, uh, and, and, and... Reflecting back on some of our previous podcasts, uh, we had made some predictions, and I still feel those predictions are going to come to fruition. However, in light of that, and in light of Jerome Powell coming out last month and raising another quarter percent, kind of puts things back a little bit, kind of procrastinates. I still think things are going to head down, but they're going to take just a little bit longer than they normally, what we thought they were going to take. How do you feel about that? Oh, I'm tired. I'm, <laughs> I'm tired of feeling like a rubber band. We're constantly like popped. Is that what that's called? Where you like yeah. take a rubber band and whatever you do with it. Um, so we now have interest rates similar to the year 2002. So it's the highest level it's been in the last 20 years. And all I remember back from 2002 is 2004, a huge refinance boom happened and you know, everything kind of revitalized. So I think that although it's not a great thing, it has made the real estate market a little bit more palatable for some of our home buyers. Um, If they can stomach the interest rate, if they can um, qualify and if they can afford the payment, then they were able to secure a home at a pretty decent deal. Uh, That may not be the case once interest rates come back down. So I'm not happy about it. I'm excited for rates to come down and start giving good news to people. But I feel like this year was, it clearly just needed to happen. It's it's challenging. And you know what? It is what it is. Uh, You can't change that fact. Mm -hmm. And right now, all we can do is take the card deck that we've been dealt and what are the best possible outcomes? Because life goes on and people still need a place to live, yep. regardless of where interest rates are at or the price on houses are at. But we're here to kind of set things straight and and kind of guide you so that way you can make the best possible decisions with whatever's going on in your life. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people, you know, I can't buy an in- a house at these interest rates. You know, they are high, you know, and even all of us in the industry we don't love telling you your rate's going to be seven, seven and a quarter, you know, even mid sixes. We don't love that. But it's still preferable to being homeless, uh, renting and spending 100 percent interest on rent. That's right. Um, you know, over the last year, we were kind of worried, uh, just like when COVID hit, what was going to happen with these values? You know, because of interest rates going up, we were worried it was going to tank the real estate market. And for a hot minute, they did retract. Prices attracted a little bit. And ever since, gosh, pretty much the entirety of this year, 2023, prices have stabilized or gone up a little bit. So yes, I'm, right. not, I'm not personally worried. I'm worried for the people who are deciding to wait 
because they need to wait until interest rates go down or they're choosing to because we, that interest or that real estate market is going to be out of control. Yeah. And so let's talk about that. You know, the uh, actually yesterday I was reading and uh, uh, looking at uh, I think it was a Zillow article and I don't I don't put a whole lot of uh, value in what Zillow says. They've been wrong so many times. But yeah. just to kind of let you know, I think you read the same thing. A couple things they, they put in an article and they were stating that they, they've upped their predictions in home price appreciation. It was between now and this time next year. And I think what they had said, they had predicted uh, that the housing market was going to appreciate six and a quarter percent. And then they just uh, corrected that. And now it's they're predicting seven percent mm-hmm. and maybe even higher. So I'm scratching my head thinking, wow. And I was reading all the comments and, you know, it was mixed. A lot of people were buying into what they were saying, and a lot of people were skeptical because they've been wrong in the past. And also, they were uh, touting their 1% down program. Uh, I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> anyway, we want to kind of make sense of this article. And of course, that was dealing with nationwide. We we primarily want to focus on local Arizona, because that's where we're from. And a lot of our listeners, most of our listeners are from here in the Valley. So let's let's address that. Uh, so anyway, what was your thought when you read the article? Uh, I completely agree. And we've been saying it this whole time that we're not going to have uh, depressed values it, with Arizona. And do not quote me on this. Uh, I'm just going to throw out a stat. They said we're still short as of last month. 270,000 homes for people to purchase. Yikes. 270,000. So where else can prices go but up if we have that much demand? That's very true. And that's, that is what's holding the prices yes. at, at the values that they are. And in fact, going up. Um, and, and then what did you think about the 1% program that they were touting about? I, I, I kind of saw through that one. <laughs> what go did ahead I think and, about and, it? Go ahead and tell, tell our listeners what you think. <laughs> okay. It's, they have a very large marketing budget and they can spin the way that they advertise products. Okay. Um, Zillow is an investment firm and they're a marketing firm. Fantastic. They got into home loans. Awesome. Good luck. You know, it's definitely not an easy industry. So I wish them nothing but the best. Uh, Their real estate side didn't do so well. So now I guess they're trying the mortgage side. Um, Ultimately, the 1% down is a down payment assistance program, which every single company here in Arizona already offers. It's just their way of advertising it. And because they're so large, they're able to get it out to so many people. I mean, I saw a commercial, I think, on one of the preseason football games, I think the very first day it came out, they had a commercial on TV. Now, this 1% down program, uh, I was, I'm sorry, it's down payment assistance, but it's right now only being offered in Arizona. So what does that tell you about Arizona? Tell us. That we are a super, super hot market. They do not feel like it's a gamble here, and they are not at all worried about values going down. Ding, 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 because ding, ding, ding. why would they offer 1% down product, which again, we offer the same thing, and I'll get into that in a second, but why would they offer that if they were, and they're going to finance you, so they're going to hold the mortgage on it, if they felt there was a chance that values were going to go down and everybody was going to be underwater instantly, it wouldn't be a, a good product to promote. Yeah, and they're putting their money where their mouth is, and just like we have, we have uh, discussed on previous episodes, one of the things that we look at to evaluate the Arizona market is large-scale companies that are moving here, and uh, there's quite a few of them. So the valley's still growing. We're still growing by 200 people a day, and that, and being on top of low inventory, 
that makes for a nice solid market to where mm-hmm. prices aren't going to crash. They're just, it's just not going to happen. So looking at uh, some of our potential buyers that might be out there, our list, some of you listeners, where life is still going on, regardless of what's, what, what's, what's going on in the uh, marketing mm-hmm. industry, what's going on in finance, what's going on with everything, you still have choices to make and decisions to make. And so looking at, uh, if we were to give an example of if, because this is what I'm hearing, a lot of buyers want to wait till interest rates come down. And if they don't come down to, let's say, this time next year, that's when they want to wait. But I'm telling them, well, no, because if you wait till next year, even though we are telling you interest rates will be going down because it is cyclical, what's not going down is home prices. In fact, they are going to be going up because, again, we just told you that Zillow prediction. Uh, I don't know if it'll be a 7% appreciation. Maybe it'll be 6%. Maybe it'll be 5%. I, I don't know. All I know is it's going to appreciate. But looking at that, just like we had discussed on previous episodes, when that happens, the market's going to get flooded with buyers. And being as low on inventory as we already are, it's going to create the same exact situation that we had a year and a half ago where you're going to have multiple buyers, multiple offers. And what happened is that they were paying twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 over list price just to get that home. And so what I wanted uh, Amy to do is uh, kind of give a, a hypothetical situation kind of example to where if, based on maybe a $500,000 home, What's the difference if you purchased that home now as opposed to the same exact home, again, hypothetically, the same exact home one year from now and the differences that that's going to have on you financially? Okay, so this is, these are actual real numbers. So you could definitely take it to the bank. Obviously, we don't know where interest rates are going to be in a year. So it's just my guesstimate. Okay, so if you purchased a home today for $500,000, and you held it for a year, your mortgage payment, and I'm, again, just estimating here, I averaged uh, or analyzing it with a 7.25% rate on a conventional loan with 5% down. So kind of worst case scenario across the board, okay? The lowest amount down, the highest interest rate, highest payment, you're looking at uh, around a $3,700 mortgage payment with everything included, taxes and insurance, okay? $3,700, on a $500,000 purchase with 5% down. Got it. Okay. You hold that for a year. And let's say in 12 months, the interest rates are down to 5.5%, which is a possibility. Okay. So in the next year, that will make your mortgage payment $3,200 a month. So there's a difference of $500 per month between where rates are today and where we expect them to be in a year and what your mortgage payment's going to be. And you're like, yeah, I I have to wait for that. I can't pass that up. Well, here's another side of it. During that year where you've made your mortgage payments, you've also gained appreciation. Like you said, Um, I chose a 6% rate of appreciation. You know, even if it's 4%, you're still losing out on a lot of money, but let's just say six. So let's say your $500,000 home appreciates by 6% in 12 months. So 6% is $30,000. So not only have you owned a home and you know made your payments over the year, you've paid your balance down, all that good stuff. Uh, in a year, your house, that same $500,000 house should be worth about five thirty. Mm-hmm. Okay. At that time, you can always refinance and take advantage of the low rates 
and still get that $3,200 payment on the lower interest rates in a year. Okay. So worst case scenario, you spent $6,000 and that's the difference in the mortgage payment from today till a year from now. Right. The $6,000 difference, which is not chump change. It's a lot of money. $500 a month is a lot of money. But you've also gained $30,000 potentially in appreciation. So net, you're positive by $24,000. And that's the way to look at it too. A lot of people are just totally struck with my monthly payments, my monthly payments, instead of looking at the overall value that you're saving on that house. Mm -hmm. Uh, Am I right in saying that? Yeah. And let's just say it only appreciates by 3%. Let's say that you only get $15,000 in appreciation over the next year. Okay. So now you spent $6,000 extra in your mortgage payments over the next 12 months versus what you can get a year from now. But you're still up, let's say $9,000 and you don't have to worry about moving and you don't have to worry about your rent going up in a year. And this is assuming that the same house that you can get for $500,000 today, you can get for $500,000 next year. That's not true. So let's just say if it does appreciate, again, just being conservative, let's say today $500,000 will buy you a house for $520,000 in a year. So not only did you lose that appreciation, but now you're having to pay more for the same house, even though the interest rates are lower, you're still losing money. And possibly even more on top of that, if you're competing against yeah. another buyer for that same house, then instead of 20000 or 30000 it might be 35000 yeah. Because that's exactly what happened a year and a half ago, Mm -hmm. multiple times over and over and over again. I know I had one buyer and we made offers on a half dozen homes over the listed price and we still got out offered on on those about a half dozen times. And so, you know, it was very frustrating for the buyers. Mm -hmm. And as the interest rates go down, because we are so short supplied on homes, it's going to create that situation again. Agreed. The only thing that would stop that is if we, like you had said, what were we, 270,000 homes short? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I read. Unless we build 270,000 homes within a year, so that way it's kind of balanced. But I don't see that happening. No, <laughs> no I don't see that happening. And, and I hope my numbers all made sense. The point is, the cost of waiting is greater than the benefit of waiting for lower interest rates. I personally wouldn't take that chance. I'm a huge advocate for homeownership. Um, I think it needs to make sense and you need to be able to budget and manage that payment. But you're investing in yourself by buying a home today. Uh, You're investing in yourself always, but the longer you pay rent, the longer you're throwing money away. Yeah. And I just, I'm just not an advocate for that. I think you need to be smart with your money and it starts with homeownership. And on top of all of this too, right now, uh, you're more likely to have a seller work with you because I'm still seeing sellers offering paying for closing mm-hmm. costs. Oh, I'm getting it on almost every contract I receive right now. I'm still seeing seller concessions. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that will be the case once we get the market flooded with home buyers again. It's almost taking advantage of the fact that a lot of home buyers are on the fence waiting for rates to go down. So if you're out there and you're listening and you do have the means, you've got some money and you've been saving and uh, you're just kind of on the fence. If you have the means, p- please consider looking into it now because your, your options are much greater now. The seller's uh, chances of giving you concessions are much greater now 
than when all this goes down mm-hmm. sometime next year. Oh, I completely agree. I I'm excited because I'm ready to be really busy again. But it's gonna it's gonna be a madhouse here in Arizona. I completely believe that. It almost it slowed down quite a bit, but not as much as you would have thought. Um, it still stayed pretty strong. So I'm thrilled, you know, with what I see for the future, and I'm thrilled for Arizona. Now we just need our incomes to kind of go up to keep pace with the housing prices. <laughs> Thank let, you to all of our out-of-state buyers. <laughs> let me ask you this. Say somebody does have 50000 or or $100,000 in the bank that they've been saving. Because mm-hmm. there are people that have quite a bit of money mm-hmm. uh, waiting. Would you recommend, and I already know what you're going to say, but I want you to, to educate our listeners. If they did decide to go ahead and buy a house now, would you recommend they put, let's just say that fifty dollars to $100,000 down on the house or perhaps use a portion of that to buy down the interest rate until it goes down next year? Okay. You always have the option of buying down your interest rate, but I personally feel it's a waste of money because uh, if you are in a position where you're going to keep this particular property long term, there is a 100% chance that you're going to refinance in the next two years. So any money that you put into buying points or buying down your rate on the first loan, the purchase loan, is the, all the benefit from that is going to be lost when you refinance. So unless it's a long-term thing or unless you can find your break-even point at or around 24 months, um, I personally would not waste money buying points. Okay. But that's just me. Uh, and when I educate people and I actually show them the numbers side by side because you have a lot of lenders out there who will say, oh, my interest rate's 5%, but not tell you there's $40,000 worth of points on it. You know, um, where I'm not just selling rate. We are looking at the entire picture and doing what makes the most sense for you as the client. A lot of lenders don't do that. They don't take the time to sit and give you the option. They said, oh, I, you want a low interest rate? I'm going to give you a low interest rate. But then they don't fully disclose the cost that comes along with that. And in a lot of cases, it's a complete waste of money. Can you give our buyers out there that are listening to us right now kind of a sense of what does it cost per interest rate point? Sure. I'm going to be very generic because every product is different. But on a conventional loan, typically when you say buy down points, a point is 1% of the loan amount. Okay. So let's just assume we're just going to stick with the 500000 Okay. So it would be $5,000 to buy your interest rate down. And it typically is a quarter of a percent in rate for every 1% in cost. Um, so ooh, I'm afraid to tell you what that is in payment because I don't have my calculator in front of me. <laughs> but ultimately, you're going to be paying 1% to buy down your rate a quarter of a percent. When you're still in the sevens, like it's just, oh, it's just a lot of money to spend on a loan that you're not going to keep long term. Yeah. Well, when, when does it make sense to buy down the rates. See, but that answer is different for everybody who's in the market. Everybody's situation's different. So it really just depends on what kind of consultation. I'm sorry, having a real consultation with your lender, going over real numbers, talking about what your needs are and what no, your numbers need to look like, and having them give you the details. But I, I'm super transparent. I will say if you want to spend the money, here's where I say it's best spent. But just know that any money you put into this loan outside of a down payment, 
is not going to be beneficial for your next loan. Very well. Well, how can they get a hold of you if they have more questions? Uh, so I can be reached. Uh, my website is amybatten.com. So A-M-Y-B-A-T-T-I-N.com. Or you could just Google Waterstone Mortgage Glendale and I'll be the first one to pop up. Excellent. And you can uh, go to my website, which is myhomeconnection.net. And uh, feel free to reach out to either of us. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much.